Binge Eating Part 2. Today's discussion is on mindful eating. So what is mindful eating? You've heard me talk about mindfulness and maybe doing the dishes mindfully, brushing your teeth mindfully, um, using mindfulness techniques to ground yourself in the moment. And now we're going to apply that to eating. So you, if you're um, mindlessly eating, of course, we'll review here, you're eating when you're bored, you're eating when you're stressed out, you're anxious, you're happy, but you're just not truly physically hungry. You're munching in front of the TV, you're eating while you're doing something else, or you're distracted like you're driving, you're working, you're texting, and eating at the same time. You're eating food just because it's there and it looks good, not particularly because you're hungry. Uh, you're falling back into old habits and routines that you're trying to overcome. You're zoned out or eating in a trance-like state. Um, you're, follow, you're following rules but not body cues. So mindful eating is... Mindful eating is not a diet for one thing. It's different. There are no menus, no recipes. It's just about balancing what you eat and what you don't eat, how to eat, and how not to eat. It's being aware and present on purpose with all five senses in the moment while you're eating. It's noticing every single little bite. It's using all five senses, such as taste, is it spicy, is it sweet, is it savory, texture, is it smooth, is it crunchy, is it uh, gelatinous like jello, um, you're going to use your sense of smell, so you want to smell it, and you want to notice what it sounds like, is it crunchy, is it, uh, does it make the sound of macaroni and cheese when you, when you stir it, what does it sound like, and it's also noticing your habits, um, deciding how hungry you are. Are you very hungry or are you a little hungry? Um, it's being grounded in the moment, savoring and enjoying your food, feeling in charge of how much you are eating and consciously deciding how much you will eat. And there is no guilt and no judgment when you're mindfully eating. So think about times that maybe you were eating mindfully and think about times that maybe you mindlessly eat. I know uh, for myself, sometimes when I'm watching a movie, if I go make a huge amount of popcorn to share with everybody, I'll find that I mindlessly can eat a whole bowl or a whole microwave bag full of popcorn and then I'm shocked when I see that I'm down to the unpopped kernels in the bottom and I think, oh man, I wish I had more. Am I hungry? No. I'm mindlessly eating while I'm staring at the TV or the movie screen. So that's a great example. Or when you have 30 minutes for your break at work, which I'm sorry, I think that's ridiculous. People need at least an hour to eat their lunch and digest it and prepare to go back to work. In 30 minutes, you barely have time 
to rush to a fast food restaurant, order your order, and because it's busy, because it's lunchtime, you wait a while for your order, then by the time you get it, you have 10 minutes, you mindlessly inhale that food while you're driving back to the office. Or if you bring your own lunch, which is a better option, um, you usually don't get enough time once it's heated up and then it cools off enough for you to actually eat it. You have 15 minutes left to um, eat it and you're talking to your coworkers and you're not being mindful of your eating. So think of some examples where you have done that and examples where you have been very mindful eating something. So the goal for combating, controlling, um, binge eating is to do the opposite. You know, when we're binge eating, we are mindlessly consuming mass amounts of food. Um, We're not really paying attention too much to the texture or whatever. We might notice it tastes really good. And that sometimes drives us to eat more and more. Uh, Think about Thanksgiving or Christmas. You know, you get you get to your family get together and your favorite way of having turkey prepared. There's a giant turkey sitting there and we tend to go back over and over and say, oh my God, this is so good. I just have to have some more. And the mashed potatoes are amazing and buttery and you're like, mmm, yum, yum. And you're, you're eating all this different food and then you've just eaten a huge meal and mom and grandma come and break out the pies and the cookies and all the sweets and everybody's eating pumpkin pie and pecan pie and apple pie and ooh this is so good I'm gonna have another piece um that's mindless eating we're just that's happy eating too we're just really enjoying that moment and because it brings us so much happiness and joy I think that's one of the reasons that with binge eating we choose comfort foods because our brain remembers those huge dinners that brought us joy a day that we were celebrating you know it could be Thanksgiving, 4th of July, Christmas, Valentine's Day, but I think it's mainly around Thanksgiving and Christmas holidays, and maybe even New Year's, that we engage in these huge meals, and everybody's happy and joyous, and of course, you know, you have the dysfunctional family fights or whatever, but your brain hangs on to that happiness associated with food, and that's about as mindful as you are and that's that's a subconscious mindfulness of your food that's not even conscious so um, our focus is to do the opposite and to train ourselves to become mindful eaters and that's going to help you reach your goals so remember we're not judging ourselves and if other people are judging us we will address that Um, there are people who will sabotage Um, knowingly and unknowingly. Sometimes people are just innocently trying to get you to try a recipe they just made and you don't want it and (laughs) you don't want to be rude so you end up eating a big bowl of something you didn't want and then you feel guilty and shameful and all that. So uh, I'll be be addressing ways to um, combat that too. So, Dr. Susan Albers has the five S's of mindful eating. She's a pretty awesome expert on mindful eating. So, for number one, she has sit down. 
have a seat. Avoid nibbling in front of the refrigerator or snacking in your car. Put food on a plate. You will enjoy the food more and you'll eat less when you're giving eating your full attention. Only eat off of your feet. (laughs) So sit down. Um, She's right because, you know, if you... If you get yourself some plates, uh, dietitians will recommend you get a salad plate and make that your dinner plate and then divide it into four sections and make sure you have your healthy choices on there and um, divide it according to the revised food group and we'll get to more of that later but have a beautiful salad plate and set the table and um, arrange your food on the plate beautifully. Um, And then remember, you know, chefs, great chefs are great chefs, not only because of the spectacular food they cook with all the different flavors coming together, but their presentation is a big deal too. So make the presentation beautiful for you. Arrange the food pretty on your plate. Arrange a beautiful seating arrangement at your kitchen table. Maybe uh, play some super soft music in the background so that it's not overpowering your thought process, but off in the background, something soothing and nice. Put your devices away and sit down and tell yourself, okay, I'm going to eat. You're not going to multitask. You're just going to sit down and eat. And you want to, on number two, she has slowly chewing your food. So eat with your non-dominant hand. If you're right-handed, eat with your left. And this is a great grounding technique, and I've described this with brushing your teeth with your opposite or non-dominant hand. Um, So research indicates that eating with your opposite hand can reduce how much you eat by 30%. That's pretty impressive, right? And intentionally chew slower than the person you are eating with. And then she says, pace, don't race. So take your time. And if somebody says, oh, you're a really slow eater, you can say, yes, I am. I'm savoring every bite. Um, Which brings me to number three, savor. Take Take a mindful bite, smell it first, then taste it. Notice the look of each spoonful or forkful. Remember, no TV, no phone, no distractions. When you're eating, you're just eating. Number four, simplify. Put healthy foods in a convenient place like on the counter. Place your treats out of view. It'll be easy with ice cream. It'll be in the freezer, not on the counter. Um, However, if you have donuts and Uh, snacks for the kids like Cheetos and things like that that we also love to eat if that is in your view you're going to be more tempted to mindlessly run over there and eat it especially if you're triggered into a binge so put all that stuff away or better yet don't even bring it into the house if you have kids and they're eating that kind of stuff take them out and buy them the small personal size bags and say here you go and don't buy a giant family size bag anymore if, you, if they want donuts, don't go buy a dozen donuts and put them on the counter. Take them to the donut shop, let them pick one, sit there, and eat it while you have a coffee. 
or you could choose to have a donut that day too but at least you don't have a dozen donuts sitting on your counter staring at you and tempting you um and and five is smile smiling creates a brief pause between your current bite and the next one during the gap ask yourself if you are just satisfied not full take breaths take deep breaths and manage your stress so it's a good idea to eat with binge eating we eat until we're uncomfortably full with mindful eating we're doing it slower and the brain does take about 20 minutes to register that we are in fact full and don't need to eat anymore so when you're slowing down and using mindful skills to eat you actually will notice when you start to feel full because you're paying attention to your body you're kind of doing a body scan and you're looking at how much you've eaten and thinking that you know your stomach is a little uh, about the size of your fist maybe a little bit bigger so think about what you're eating and are you full yet how do I feel now am I still actually hungry or am I just eating more because it tastes good and if you have a small salad plate and you mindfully eat your dinner from that plate and also have a glass of water before you eat dinner you will feel very satisfied more than likely it's very unlikely that uh, you will actually be hungry after that it'll be more of uh, it tastes good and I want more kind of like Thanksgiving and at that point you can say okay let me go wash my dish and go take a walk and then I'll have a cup of tea if I'm still hungry, I'll have a handful of almonds or something small, but I think I'm probably good. Um, mindful eating exercises include mindfully choosing your food. So it could be an orange, it could be an apple, it could be chocolate, whatever food you're choosing, you're choosing it mindfully. You're going to look closely at it and describe it to yourself. What color is it? What shape is it? What what does the texture feel like? What does it smell like? How does that smell impact you? Does it remind you of anything? What kind of memories or thoughts does the scent of whatever food you chose, what does that trigger in you? What kind of memories? And truly taste it. You hold it on your tongue for a moment and narrate in your head what you're tasting on your tongue. Close your eyes and just focus solely on the food on your tongue for a moment. What's the texture? What kind of spices do you detect? Is it is it uh, spicy hot? Is it medium spicy? Is it not spicy but more sweet or savory? What exactly are you tasting? Are there hints of vanilla? Are there hints of cinnamon? Do you taste jalapeno? And then you want to notice your thoughts and your feelings as you're doing this. You want to pay attention to emotions and thoughts that come to mind. Do you feel happy, sad, neutral? Are you feeling like this little plate of food is not going to do it? You want more. Um slowly chew each bite notice how the texture changes as you chew it and then the next one says follow so the sensation down your throat as you swallow um, 
then eight, practice taking a mindful bite again. So you start at the beginning. And it's also recommended that you put down your fork or spoon in between bites. You know how a lot of times, most of us when we're eating, uh, we hold on to our utensil. And sometimes, like if you're eating spaghetti, I've done this, I've seen other people do this. You're, while you're twisting the noodles onto your fork, you also have garlic bread in your other hand. And you're taking big bites of the garlic bread and you're getting that spaghetti and meatball in your mouth. And then you take a bite of the garlic bread and um, both of your hands are just shoveling that food in your mouth because it's so amazing, right? It's so good. Um, that's binging. We're multitasking by using both hands to shove different types of food in our mouth and we're not really stopping to taste it. It's almost like um, with binge eating, it's similar to like when you throw a dog a piece of pizza or you throw a dog a cracker. If you watch the dog, they don't they don't eat mindfully. They pretty much swallow it whole. And when I give my dog Toby a treat, who Toby is is the one that you hear barking sometimes in, in different episodes. But when I when I give him a treat, I always stare at him for a minute. I say, geez, did you even taste it? <laughs> so that's kind of what we're doing when we do that. So it's recommended that you put your fork down in between each bite. You can maybe do willing hands on your thighs. Put your hands in an upward position with the back of your hand resting on your thighs. Or you might um, set your hands down on the table for a moment. And then once you have chewed up your food and swallowed it, you might reach for your water or whatever beverage you have and take a sip and do that mindfully as well. Smell it as it comes up to your nose and then as you drink it, notice the different tastes and the sensation as you swallow it and then set the drink back down and then grab your utensil and take another bite. So you're slowing everything way down. With binge eating, we do it pretty quick. We very quickly devour a whole bag of chips. When you're mindfully eating, you will not quickly devour anything. You'll be eating very slowly and very thoughtfully and in the moment without any distractions. And by doing that, you'll find that you end up uh, rolling down that top of that bag of chips and putting it away um, instead of eating the whole bag. So, um, mindfulness of the hunger scale. 10 means you're overly full, your stomach hurts, you're bloated, you're feeling regretful. 9 means you're very full. You can tell you've eaten a large meal. Um, you have a little bit of emotional and or physical discomfort. Number 8 is you're comfortably full. You're not, you're not feeling bloated or you don't have heartburn coming on. You're just kind of like... Okay, I'm good. Uh, number seven, you're slightly full and feeling satisfied. So, not quite as full as comfortably full, but you're still full. Six, you're satiated. You're quenched. Your stomach is quite appeased. Um, with six, you could actually go take a walk and do some exercise and it wouldn't feel like you're going to get sick. You know how if you overeat, Somebody says, let's go for a walk, and you think, ooh, no, I'll throw up. So six is satiated. Five, you're not really hungry. You're not really full. You're just neutral. 
uh, four, you're a little hungry, may need a snack, uh, some hunger pangs may be starting up. Number three, you're hungry, you're ready for a light meal. Number two, you're ravenous, you need a full-on meal. Number one, you're completely famished, extremely hungry, growling stomach, low energy, headache, hangry, irritable. <laughs> um, ten, awareness level, hyper-aware, thinking about each calorie, worried about each bite. Five, you're aware and in the moment and savoring. And one, you're zoned out, trance-like eating, nothing tastes. You don't taste any of the bites that you're taking. So, on a scale of one to ten. Ten, you're overly full, you're feeling regret. You're stressing out about the calories that you ate. And then I just went down that list. And five, where you're a little hungry and need a snack and you have hunger pangs. You're aware, you're in the moment, and you're savoring the food. Uh, one, you're famished, extremely hungry, growling stomach, low energy, headache, grumpy, maybe even sad or lonely. Um, you're going to eat in a trance-like state and not taste, not smell, not notice. You're just going to shove your face full because you're ravenous. So um, it's a good idea in the journal I discussed in the previous episode to every day just write the date and rate your hunger at different times throughout the day. This is going to help you to create a schedule, to create a ritual of mindful eating designated times throughout the day. And when you have your, if you have snacks in between, it will help you to um, mindfully eat the snacks too. So if you want to slow down, eat with your non-dominant hand. Put your utensil down between bites. Um, say to yourself at least three descriptive words about your food. You might say, um, it's hot, it's crunchy texture, it's creamy, it's uh, delicious. <laughs> and um, this can give you just the time you need to pause for that second before you move on to the next sense of it smells citrusy, it smells like oregano, um, whatever you choose, but you're, you're narrating in your head with each sense, okay? Um, make sure you're sitting down and buffer each bite with a different activity in between, like I was talking about, um, and observe. Watch how slowly or how, how quickly others eat and observe how slowly or how quickly you're eating. Observe how much you've slowed down your eating. No judgment. You're just observing. Um, consider your fork or spoon to be a tool that you're using to reload and refuel your amazing, miraculous body. So here's the, the page that has the plate, and it's broken into four pieces, or broken up, divided into four pieces. And it says, observe, savor, in the moment, non-judgment. Speak mindfully, stating the facts only. Don't think about should, the shoulds. Don't think about 
oh, this is bad food or this is good food. Just think about the nutritional value. And are you aligned with your goals right now? And if you're not, you could say, well, this isn't aligned with my goals. However, I am going to enjoy some of it mindfully and not judge. If you find yourself judging, remember, you will tell yourself, oh, I just caught myself in a judgmental state of mind. I forgive my thought and I release it. So mindful eating questions. You want to ask yourself if you are making sure that you stop eating when you're satisfied, that you don't pick or graze on food all day long, that you're being non-judgmental on yourself if you accidentally overeat. Sometimes we fall off the wagon and binge. You don't want to beat yourself up. You want to say, you know what? What can I learn from this experience? What happened right before I binged? Was I angry, sad, bored, stressed out? What what drove me to, to eat all that? And then you can note how you feel afterwards. And then you can do the chain analysis skill from DBT and really break it down in great detail and say, okay, now let me go back and add a couple links in the chain of, of what I could have done differently to avoid that. And then you've just learned something about yourself and you are using the ABCs of DBT by coping ahead. Okay. So also, uh, think about how nourishing the food is. This is a great tool. If you buy a nutritional guide that gives you the vitamins and minerals and carb count and, and all of those things for, for everything that you eat, it's like a dictionary, a nutritional dictionary. And um, you can look up everything that you're about to eat. Or when you go grocery shopping, you might plan to buy foods that will bring you more vitamin C to boost your immune system. Or if you're having a lot of aches and pains, you might want to get foods that are nourishing for your joints and your muscles. So you could look up your aches and pains or whatever's ailing you and research what nutrients and vitamins and minerals could be missing in your diet if you're experiencing this particular ailment. And then from there, you could flip it and say, okay, so when I use that tool to fuel my body. My body needs carrots so that my eyes will function better. My body needs broccoli so that my lungs will feel better. Um, Whatever the case, that's a very motivational and useful mindfulness tool is to get one of those nutritionist books and go through and look at what you've been eating and binging on and the nutritional value. And then look at what you would rather do. Be present when you're eating. Don't be zoned out. Um, Don't be distracted by anything. And just make sure that you know the difference between mindful eating and a diet. Because people might say, what do you want a diet? And a lot of people will, you know, try to sabotage you. So you'll say, no, I'm not on a diet. I've changed something in my life to where I am 
utilizing mindful eating rather than just binging on things because one of my most important goals is to be healthy and happy and to feel better and in order for me to do that I had to make a few changes and it actually helps me to enjoy eating much much more than I ever have it's way more satisfying now so dieting is all about willpower rules cultural conformity guilt shame you're fighting food um, it's short-term you deprive yourself you have to be very rigid and if you're a binge eater you don't have that rigidity about you when it comes to food um, so that's difficult um, you you experience avoidance your goal is weight loss um, and it's a quick fix so that's why fad diets are so popular um, it's it's a crazy world out there so mindful eating is not a diet mindful eating means you're utilizing your consciousness you're listening to your internal signals you are empowered you're flexible you get to experience acceptance you give yourself permission it's a long-term approach it's a lifestyle change it's compassion it's celebrating and savoring food and fueling your body with what it needs without judgment so um, acceptance of cravings when you have cravings your first thought might be uh, go away I don't want you here <laughs> um, acceptance based strategies will tell you to do the opposite welcome the craving mindfully talking to yourself through it gives you way more power over how you eat so if you get upset you've been triggered and the first thing that comes to mind is Krispy Kreme donuts and you want a whole dozen of them and you just want to go sit in your car and hide and woof them all down um, tell yourself yeah yeah that is a craving I'm having right now I've just been triggered by ABC and my first thought was Krispy Kreme donuts and um, that's that's fine it's there I acknowledge it and I forgive it and uh, you know since my goal is to be more of a mindful eater and calm down with the binge eating I'm not going to eat anything right now instead I'll use an alternate action because my body is not physically hungry this is an emotional hunger and I'm looking to self-soothe with delicious donuts so since I'm trying to be more healthy I I won't take that route today or you know you may have a day when you do you may say you know what I'm super upset I'm going to go into Krispy Kreme and I'm going to eat as many donuts as I want because I deserve to feel better in this moment and then later you might feel the guilt and shame come on and say, oh my God, I was doing great for a week and then I, I screwed up. Reframe that and say, you know, I gave in to a craving right now. Let's do a chain analysis and look at that and write it in my journal so that I have plans for the future to avoid doing that again because that was disappointing that I did that. But I forgive myself and I'm moving forward. I learned something. 
Tell yourself it's okay. Don't try to talk yourself out of your craving, judge it or rationalize it. If your mind goes there anyway, just write it down in your journal. Remember the craving is just a feeling. It's not a fact. It's a feeling. It's an urge and urges always pass. Be alert. Tune into what you're feeling. How hard is it for you to wait for the feeling to pass? And why does it bother you the most? Where does it bother you the most in your body? Because remember, our body keeps the score and trauma is stored in our body. And those triggers ignite the flames of a past trauma and we have those same emotions flooding us. So where is it coming from? Um, And wait. Just give yourself time. Um... Your mind might tell you if you don't give in to this craving, it will never go away. You'll crave donuts every day for the rest of your life. It's not true. Um, that's just another feeling. It's a, an emotion-based thought. So um, when you don't respond to the first urge to go and eat, the craving often decreases and sometimes goes away completely. And um, you're riding your you're riding the, the wave. You're surfing the urge. You're waiting for it to pass. And just being aware that you have options. So you can mindfully choose rather than acting on autopilot and engaging in the binge eating. Okay. So this, uh, this workbook, this worksheet... There is a lot, there are a lot of helpful tools. And if you find this helpful, I think that um, she is just an incredible person. Dr. Albers, I think she's amazing. She has um, some books that are very helpful if you're struggling with binge eating or crazy diets, things like that. Um, She can teach you so much about mindful eating through her books and her workbooks. Um, She has a book called Eating Mindfully. It's a handbook with the basics of mindful eating with tips and techniques. She has Eat, Drink, and Be Mindful. This is a workbook on learning mindful eating skills. She has a book called Eat Q, Emotional Intelligence Skills Blended with Mindfulness, Scientifically Based New Skills. Another one called But I Deserve This Chocolate, (laughs) 50 Strategies for Getting Past Excuses, Rationalizations, and Self-Sabotage to Boost Your Motivation, Uh, 50 Ways to Soothe Yourself Without Food for Replacing Emotional Eating with Healthy Activities, 50 More Ways to Soothe Yourself with Food, the sequel to 50 Ways to Soothe Yourself Without Food, and Mindful Eating 101, a handbook for college students to learn mindful eating. She also has programs available. Mindful Eating Pledge. There's a poster to hang on your refrigerator or desk. You can download that for free at www.eatingmindfully.com. Mindful Eating Toolkit, Mindful Eating Audio Recordings, also at www.eatingmindfully.com. And the Mindfully Eating Toolkit, all at the same place. Um, 
Dr. Albers is a clinical psychologist at the Cleveland Clinic, specializes in food psychology, weight loss, a healthy body image, and mindfulness. She is a pretty amazing woman with some amazing programs and books out there, so I encourage you to check her out. Her name is Dr. Susan Albers. Thank you for tuning in today. I hope that today you choose you and love you more.